what I got. Radio Free Gino. Welcome to your new world. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. I'm your host, Radio Free G, and we are here with episode 41. We are back. We took a small hiatus this summer. It is middle of August 2009, and we're going to be changing things up a little bit with this show for the direction of, well, for the foreseeable future until we decide to change it again. I'm going to be starting off by reading an email that came in from one of the faithful listenership uh, dealing with my favorite corporate entity to to rake over the coals. That would be Rogers Communication, Inc. I've done other shows on them in the past. You can head over to the website, radiofreeg.blogspot.com, and you can uh, search for the shows uh, where I've uh, taken Rogers to task on some of the things that they've done in the past. And before we get to anything, I need to mention some of the changes that we have on the website itself. The website now has a Donate Now button through PayPal. If you take part in the services offered by PayPal, one of the best things that's out there on the internet, you can go there, hit the Donate button in the top right-hand corner on the main page, and any donation is accepted. Um, It uh, costs a little bit of money to put this show together. Uh, Just, you know, basic stuff like having internet access so I can upload the shows, a couple bucks a month for the 1-800 number, uh, that's one triple eight four nine four G band. That's one triple eight four nine four G B A N D, and that number, of course, is available to anyone to call toll free across North America. I'll play a liner for it later on in the show. I hope to get a lot more use out of it because uh, there's a small format tweak that we're doing here. Some of you may have been listeners of uh, a previous show that I had another podcast called Climax Radio Show that I did with. Uh, Mr. Magnum, and that show, I mean, you know, life happens, and you can only devote so much time to doing podcasting, and and uh, we we were actually um, getting a lot of business through that podcast. Uh, we set it up because we hated the music that we heard, and we said, you know what, let's play the music that we like, make our own radio show, and throw it out there to all of the uh, unsigned bands, the indie acts, everyone out there who has something to say. They have a song, they want to get it played, give it to us. We'll play it on the radio, we'll uh, give you a plug, we'll direct people to your website, we'll get you some traffic, and we'll get you some exposure. And uh, it's working like gangbusters. i got to say, I'm still getting, even though we haven't done an episode in a while, I mean, Mr. Magnum is starting his family now, Um, I'm bogged down, I'm going to be starting classes again soon, Uh, work is crazy, so, you know, I mean, we didn't have time to get together and spend the three hours that it took to put together a high-quality music program, um, and give people what they needed, give them the exposure that they needed, give them the timely responses that they needed for all the submissions that we had coming in. So instead of uh, the format of that show where myself and Mr. Magnum would go through and uh, say a little spiel on the bands and all the music that we played, all the commercial music that we that we liked from the past, and we'd give history of the artists um, and give our own personal take... Uh, I've boiled that down quite a bit. So now, at the end of each episode of Radio Free G, I will play any submissions that I have received that I like. Uh, There won't be any long exposition on what I like about the song or anything like that, because that's not really how it, it works. I love hearing new stuff on the radio and being able to make up my own mind. So anyone that wants to submit... Uh, you can send all submissions to radiofreeg at gmail.com. 
just give me a little something, a little background on your band if you feel like it. Give me a little something on the song. Send everything, of course, in in uh, some compressed format, a zip format, or a 7-zip format, or something like that, so that it doesn't take up too much space in the inbox. Send me the songs. I'll just listen to them, and if I like them, I'll play them. It's as simple as that. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to play something I don't like, but even if I like it a little bit, it's getting on, because who knows what anyone else is going to find that they really love and enjoy. So I'll say a little bit more about that when we get to the end of the show. Right now, let's get to the email that came in from uh, faithful listener Dom. And I'm going to read you his email in its entirety because he really hits that nail on the head when it comes to some of the things that Rogers, Inc. has been doing over the past summer of 2009. So here's uh, Dom's email in its, in its entirety. Title of the email is Some Gripes About Rogers. Hey Radio Free G, I've got some gripes for you. It seems that your number one hated media mogul, Ted Rogers, who, despite the handicap of being dead, is still able to haunt us from his foul grave. First of all, Rogers recently decided to follow suit alongside the other two main Canadian wireless providers, Bell and Telus, by deciding to charge its users for incoming text messages. Yes, incoming text messages. Messages which you, as a customer, have absolutely no power to screen, stop, or avoid. This flip-flop threw away the one freebie they offered their customers, and with Rogers now pushing various smartphones with hefty data plans to go with their overpriced voice plans, you'd think they could afford to give a break to people who receive only a handful of text messages per year. Second of all, Rogers, in an attempt to stay hip and reach out to its trendy, misguided, impressionable teenage market, recently created KISS FM, a top 40 radio station. Their music is basically what you would hear from Z103 right down to the repetitive sounds every two hours. Not that I have listened for two hours straight. My ears would never forgive me. That's not the worst of it, however. The awful part is that Rogers effectively killed Jack FM, an awesome rockin' station full of great music and playlists not heard elsewhere. They replaced Jack FM with Kiss FM, probably by castrating the program director and then switching his ADHD meds with M&Ms. Kiss FM can kiss my ass. Rogers' attempt to put its name across things we love had better stop there. We already lost the name Skydome in favor of Rogers Center, because apparently Ted Rogers was insecure about the size of his you-know-what. As soon as wireless telecom market opens itself up to new competition, Rogers had better hope its marketing team can fool enough users into staying on board, because right now they're pretty much all out of tricks. Signed, Dom. Dom, thank you very much for sending that email in to RadioFreeG at gmail.com. I want to mention just a few points that you have here. First of all, Jack FM, for those of you that don't know, uh, I'm uh, based in the uh, greater Toronto area, in Ontario, Canada, and Jack FM seems to be something that uh, it was all the rage a couple of years ago, where it was a DJ-less radio station that would play rock music, but it would play across the whole spectrum from all the decades. And it was essentially something along the lines of satellite radio for the terrestrial radio market. It was okay. You could listen for about an hour, but that would be about it. And then you just get bored and you change the channel. KISS FM, while not exactly a original moniker for a radio station, is just doing exactly what Dom has said. It's playing all the pop music, quick and heavy rotation. Something comes out, they play it to death, and they move on. 
it doesn't really stand out for me in the Toronto radio market, which is one of the most competitive radio markets, not simply in North America, but in the entire world. If you've ever tried to uh, use a uh, MP3 transmitter uh, or one of these satellite radio transmitters to get the signal and pump it out through your car where you have to find uh, some bandwidth on the FM or AM dial or something like that where it's empty and you can use it to transmit, you can't. Uh, it's uh, Even driving in the car for 30 minutes, you'll come across and you might have to change your frequency a few times. So that's just to give you an example of, of how congested the radio market is in Toronto. One of the things that Rogers, uh, one of the things that allows Rogers to do everything that it is that they're doing, uh, is that their core business, which is the TV cable business, they are a virtual monopoly, and that's what allows them to do what they're doing. Yes, there are other people who offer television services, but nobody has access to the magical cable that comes into your house. That's strictly Rogers. Without the access to the cable, having people switch back and forth is not as easy as anyone would make you believe from Bell or Star Choice or whoever else is out there that tries to come in and offer television services. Most new homes and a lot of the older homes have the cable. It's coming in. It's already set up in their in their uh, in in their house, and they've put the TV where it's supposed to be. People don't want to have to get a satellite dish, attach it to the side of their house. There's a whole installation procedure that goes with it. Anything, no matter how small it is, when someone has to do it, seems like an insurmountable obstacle. And Rogers effectively gets away with saying, well, you know, if you don't want it, if you don't want our service, you're free to have someone come to your house, put in a satellite dish, and then you can have someone come in and tune all your TVs and do all that stuff. Uh, it It's not the same as having someone come over and say, click, there, I'm plugged into your cable, it's done, here's your new HDTV. That lack of true competition is what's screwing everybody over. Allow me to get a little technical with you for a second and introduce you to something called the consumer surplus. This is the reason why monopolies are really, really bad. Uh, if you are willing to pay X amount of dollars for a goods or service, the monopoly will raise their prices until they match exactly what you will pay for the service. So instead of having firms competing and lowering their prices, and I'll give you a concrete example, you have cell phone capabilities, right? If you're willing to pay uh, $50 a month for cellular phone service, and someone's willing to give it to you, and there are, there's a competition involved, they will not hit that $50 price point because the companies are in competition. If there's only one company, they may start out at $30. They may raise it to $32, to $33, to $37. They will keep on pushing the limits. Much like sports teams, every year they adjust their prices for, the, for, their, for their tickets because they see what scalpers are getting, and they all do it. They, they see what their tickets are going for, and they realize, oh, this is what people are willing to pay. If I want to go watch a Toronto Maple Leaf hockey game, I will pay X amount of dollars to Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment if I buy a ticket directly from them. That's very rare, though, because most of the tickets are sold out. So you have to go into the aftermarket. You have to go with ticket brokers, or you have to buy it from scalpers on the street before the game starts, or wait a few minutes till the game is started and then try and get a deal from them. They keep on raising the tickets because they realize that they're nowhere close 
to what people are actually willing to pay. There's a consumer surplus out there that keeps all the ticket agents, that keeps all the scalpers in business. And Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment is slowly raising their prices and raising their prices, and they do it very small, incrementally, year over year over year. Just enough to beat inflation a little bit to handle their operating costs. But they keep on doing it until the consumer surplus is eliminated. So anyone who wants to see a Toronto Maple Leaf hockey game, they're paying maximum dollars. Anybody who wants service from Rogers Communication, they're paying maximum dollars. And that cable is a cash cow that keeps them in business. That cable coming into your house is what allows Rogers to do all the other bullshit that they're doing with their cellular phones uh, and any other services that, that they offer to customers. Because as soon as the other people, as soon as the other few competitors in the marketplace decide to go and do it, that makes it fair game for everyone to do it. And then all the corporations are on a level playing field. And there's no need to undercut. As Dom mentioned in his email, there have been some bandwidth auctions, and there will be some new customers coming, or some new uh, firms coming into the cellular phone market in Canada soon, especially in the Toronto region. I believe there's one called uh, Wind, Wind Mobile or Whisper Wind, something like that. Uh, small, they're starting off very small, but they managed to win some of the bandwidth in the auction that was happening. They're building their network right now. And they are uh, uh, a company from overseas coming in. I'm not sure what kind of a splash they're going to make when they first get here, if they might try and do a slow build. But it'll be interesting to see something fresh and new, much like when Virgin Mobile came in a little while ago and gave an entirely new perspective. Uh, of course, Virgin Mobile uh, quickly became one of the... They chose their niche to be the whole pay-as-you-go system. That's how they decided to get people in. It'll be interesting to see what uh, wind communications decides to come in and do. Of course, when it comes to television, there is always the option of getting free over-the-air signals. Uh, a couple of my friends, especially Mr. Magnum, who I mentioned earlier, um, they have started experimenting with building their own antennas. Yes, you heard me correctly. Building your own antennas. There is free HD content that you can pull in. It's not just rabbit ears anymore. I mean, it, you know, there is some work involved, and it's a little bit technical. It may not be for everybody yet, but um, there is there is money to be made there, I think, because people are only going to accept this for so long, uh, especially with the new... There's been a uh, Canadian radio television communications ruling recently that said that uh, all of the companies have to put an extra surcharge on their bill of a dollar or two or something like that to support local programming. And I think people are just about fed up with the amount that it costs to watch television, especially when you realize what you can get free over the air with one of these home uh, home-brewed satellite systems. Anyone out there with information on that, please send it to radiofreeg at gmail.com, or you can, of course, use the telephone line, one 494 gben that's one 494 I'll play you a, a little liner for that, and when we come back, we'll talk about the new musical direction that the show is taking. Dom, once again, thank you for being one of the faithful listenership. Keep those emails coming in to RadioFreeG at gmail.com, and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Back in a second. So you think I'm full of shit? You think you could do any better? Got a comment, question, idea? Send it along to one 494 2263 That's one 49 gbed 
available toll-free across North America. Call the G-Band and make your opinion count. Call 1-888-494-2263 now. And we are back to introduce the newest part of the Radio Free G. Well, Empire is too strong a word right now, but you never know. Um, as I mentioned before, I used to have another podcast uh, called Climax Radio Show. You can check that out. Uh, the blog is still up and the site is still up called climaxradioshow.blogspot.com. And we used to get together, myself and uh, uh, Mr. Magnum, and we used to find these bands, find stuff like uh, um, mashups, unreleased tracks, uh, you know, free iTunes downloads, anything that we could get our hands on that we really, really liked and wanted to promote and play the music in that podcast. Well, now, we're still getting some submissions for that. It's been quite a while since we've done anything on that show. I don't think we're ever going to resurrect that show, but I have some tracks sitting around here, so why not use what we have and, you know, like they do in uh, professional wrestling, you expose the strengths and you try and hide your weaknesses. So... This is a submission that I re- that not that I received, but that Climax Radio Show received from a band called IM3. You can check them out on MySpace. They are at myspace.com/je suis trois, uh, and I'll spell that out for you: J E S U I S T R O I S. I guess IM3 was taken in English, so they put it into French. These guys are problem solvers. Uh, just a quick little background on the band. This is from their MySpace page. I am three are an acoustic duo from Manchester. Hughes, uh, acoustic guitar, vocals, and Irving, double bass, harmonica, vocals, have opposing musical interests, creating a genre-defying mash of styles such as grunge, alt-folk, blues, and hip-hop. In 2008, they performed 85 gigs, including a 10-day tour of Europe, which consisted of low-key, unplugged performances alongside packed-out concerts in the Netherlands, Belgium, Holland, Germany, Switzerland, and Italy. They recorded two EPs, one in the studio, and one a collection of live tracks recorded throughout their European tour. In May, their debut album was released, so I'm guessing that's May 2009. They are currently finalizing their 2010 tour of Poland, Germany, Lithuania, and Latvia. I will have everything, all the links, I'll have hot links to everything related to IM3 on my site, radiofreeg.blogspot.com. I'll have uh, the manager's information there, uh, telephone numbers where you can get in contact with the band. I'll have links to the MySpace page. Essentially, if you want to get to IM3, uh, you can either go directly to their MySpace page, and of course, I ask you to visit my page as well. I can get a couple hits, maybe get some traffic, and again, hopefully someone out there in the listenership, one great and wonderful listener, will decide to hit that donate button. Uh, it's it's pennies a day, uh, and I, like I said, I'm just looking to cover the cost of you know internet access and telephone lines. Thankfully, we get some server action for free. I, I, w- I won't go into that here. But, uh, you know, on Climax Radio Show, we used to go into and, and give an entire spiel on what we liked about the song, give a whole critique. Uh, I'm putting this out there for you to listen to. Any other bands out there, any other musicians out there, friends of IM3, if you're in a band, if you know someone in a band, if you want to start a band, if you have music and you have something to say, 
and you want it to be heard, send your submissions to, again, once again, please keep it in a zip format, send me a song or two, send me some of your best stuff, we'll put it out there. And maybe we can make a little hub of new new artists and get people exposed to new things. I won't go into my hatred of, of the current um, radio industry that's been done and it's been done on other shows <laughs> besides this one. So you can send it to radiofreeg at gmail.com. Please visit the website. All of my contact information is there, radiofreeg.blogspot.com. And I ask you, once again, please tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Look for Radio Free G on iTunes. I present to you a song called Not Sick of Summer. This is from IM3. Visit them on MySpace. Catch you again next time on the G Band. End transmission.
sick of summer no more. 